everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with my bud, Scott. Scott, how you doing, my friend? Doing good, Hunter. How you doing? Uh, I'm great, because we're about to talk about a movie that I'm really happy that we're going to talk about. We're talking about Split, starring my uh, hopefully future husband, uh, after Scott, of course, uh, James McAvoy, who I'm going to say I've been on the James McAvoy bandwagon Really for, I think since Garden State. I think I you you have. He's he's kind of your boy, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He he's been he's been one of those guys I just has always in, enjoyed. Um, so uh, <laughs> I do. I still remember him being Mr. Tumnus from the Lion movies. <laughs> like that's how far back I go with him. And uh, I was thinking of Atonement. I don't know why it's a Garden State. Um, it, it's somewhere, but. Uh, Atonement, and then, you know, Wanted, which is not a great movie, but he's pretty great in it. X-Men. Uh, and, of course, and, of course, yeah, X-Men First Class. Uh, he did a movie called Filth that is fucking fantastic. And it's not a great movie, but I enjoyed seeing him and uh, Harry Potter and Victor Frankenstein. I, I enjoyed the movie. But, um, uh, so, my, my, so, here's the thing. It's M. Night Shyamalan. And, uh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. <laughs> With the oh, comeback, no. M. Night Shyamalan with a comeback, right? Yeah, yeah, so you gotta keep in mind, and let's just kind of go down the list here, so, um, he was actually a screenwriter on Stuart Little, I did not know that, and I really enjoyed Stuart Little, actually, huh, um, and then of course he wrote and directed The Sixth Sense, which was his big breakout in 99, and that, and that still, I think, is one of the best twists that's ever been delivered in a movie. I, I remember seeing that in theaters and going, holy shit, are you kidding me? And then he followed that up with a movie I think is way better, and yet it's only a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a fucking that's travesty. ridiculous. Uh, it should be like an 85%, um, which is, of course, Unbreakable. Dude, such a great movie. Uh, would be in my top 10 superhero films of all time. I would uh, say that's a top top five Bruce Willis performance. For me. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I love that movie. And then he did Signs, which I thought was good. Not great, but good. And then The Village happened. And then we got Lady in the Water. I will say that I like The Village. I know not a lot of people did. I'm an outlier. I like The Village. I will say that on record, on the show. You can write that down. Put me in quotes. Um, oh, yeah, I, well, you were on, <laughs> on that line all by yourself. So, but, the, the, but then we got The Village. Mm-hmm. And then we got Lady in the Water. Mm-hmm. And then we got The Happening, yep. which is still one of my least favorite films I've ever seen. That was subpar. And then he got into nerd shit and then genuinely offended me because he did The Last Airbender. And Avatar The Last Airbender is one of the best cartoons that's ever been create, uh, made. And so to see that fucking travesty of the movie. And then he did Devil. And that movie with the people stuck in the elevator and like some creature shit grabs them. And then he did After Earth, After Earth. And I went, God damn it, dude, you just need to go away. And he got burned badly after After Earth. I remember people were pretty much calling for him to stop making movies. People went, All right, this is like five strikes, strikes in the you know, strikes in a row. You, you're you're done. And then he did the visit. And I gotta admit, man, the visit, while not a you know, not. Sixth Sense, I thought it was actually a pretty decent little movie. I mean, I rented it, so, I, you know, I went, okay. Actually, that's a lie. I saw it on Cinemax one night. <laughs> but, but, so I didn't even fucking rent it. But I, I thought it was pretty I thought it was pretty decent for what it was. So I went, okay, maybe he's still got something here. Um, 
So, uh, what's interesting about this, Scott, is the plot for this is so simple, but were you thinking 10 Cloverfield Lane the whole time? Dude, the whole time. I feel like just that, like, um, cage feeling. Yes. Like, you, like, just... The, the the intense fear of like the anticipation really like trying to figure out what is actually like, getting to the bottom of it as the movie goes on is I love that kind of thrillers like you're just kind of digging away at it yeah I mean so uh, I don't know man I think for me this really showed M. Night can still do good shit so um, what's frustrating about this is we can talk about the plot but we're going to have to dance around some shit because it is very much in that 10 Cloverfield Lane, you know, like, even if you're trying to explain that to someone, you can't really mm-hmm. get into everything about spoiling it. But uh, James McAvoy plays someone who we first uh, see as Dennis. And uh, he basically kidnaps, kid, basically kidnaps, he does kidnap uh, these uh, three girls, one, uh, uh, K- uh, Casey, who's played by uh, uh, Anna, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, um, Marcia, who's played by Jessica Sula, and then uh, Claire, uh, who's played by Harry. Harry. I don't know. Maybe she is Harry. You can call me Harry. Yeah, but um, so I will give a complaint about this kind of out the gate. Um, uh, Marcia and Claire, you really don't learn shit about them. They're kind of just there to be around the third girl, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like because you're trying to figure out who this, what, like the significant, you know, one of them is different from the other, just from the get go. Um, when he, when they get, well, <laughs> I don't want to give away too much, but. No, no, I know, I know. Um, um, I feel like yeah. they, they, they definitely work well together, but just the fact that, um, the that uh is it Haley Haley Lou Richardson yeah yeah that the plays Claire um I feel like they really are able to kind of focus in on her and um I don't know I I don't know if I would necessarily gripe on that but I feel like just James McAvoy just overtook this entire movie and I feel like you probably could have put a lot of people in those other I, I mean a few set of people in the in those roles and still kind of gotten the same result just because James McAvoy just murdered this movie like he like literally and figuratively like he he killed it um yeah and I'm sure we'll get into that but yeah for sure he it was hard to it was hard to notice anything else James McAvoy there's a scene towards the end of the movie where he's jumping back and forth between characters and I just went this man's fucking brilliant. It's one of those things where, you know, to be able to jump back and forth between those char- several characters. And, and then... I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you go ahead? Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Please. please. I, was, I don't think it'd be too much of a spoiler to say that he's a schizophrenic, right? I feel like that's within the trailer. Yeah. No. That that that's definitely not. So him being able to just switch characters, like you're saying, is kind of like his mental state. Yeah, but it's it's crazy how fucking easy he's able. To do oh yeah. And and. I will say, I think my my just my biggest genuine shock watching this was the amount of finesse that James McAvoy showed because he's in basically every scene mm-hmm. and and he's playing rarely playing the same person. Um, when he plays a 
this nine-year-old, I think he's nine, uh, Hedwig. Yeah, that's amazed how yeah. he, I mean, just his mannerisms and the way he pronunciated and just, uh, um. It was super it, creepy. Like, it was like, it was like. Is it pronunciated? That, that's wrong, right? Pronunciated? Is that right? Pronounced? Pronun- pr- pronunciated? Pronounced I something? Say, I think I was trying to say enunciated. An- okay. <laughs> pronunciated. I was like, that's improper. Nailed it. The way, he, the way he would articulate. There you there go. You go. go Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like his, he was like kind of likable at the same time, but you kind of kept going back to this guy is like a grown ass man and he's talking like this and acting like this and just his i feel like from scene to scene he was like when he continued characters from one scene to another like it was seamless like there was no interruption no matter the scene that character was the same and the kind of the M. Night Shyamalan signature is kind of like a hidden, um, not an outwardly scary creature in most of his movies. It's like the unknown. And this is, this is, you know, this is kind of his his signature, the unknown of what's really going on with this guy um, and where is it all leading. Um, And it's, I was on the edge of my seat the, the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, just genuinely surprised me is there's um there's a point where um uh I th- God, what was the other person I think it was uh uh, pa- uh Patrick uh, Patrickle Pat- uh, Patrickle I think it was the other one and I can't remember what that which personality that was I'm totally blanking but um but you find out about Dennis who's kind of the probably the most evil one. Uh, uh, Patricia. Patricia. Oh, that's right, Patricia. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, that, yeah, because he, that's right, because he played a female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was um, crazy. So, but you find out Dennis, like, he's super OCD, so everything has to be clean and, and neat, and I was really, and you're just sitting there, and it's almost like, it's almost like a two-face mm-hmm. sort, sort of thing, where when Dennis shows up, it's just, it's not good, and when he's talking to his, uh, to shrink, uh, played by uh, Betty Betty Buckley, uh, Dr. Karen Fletcher, who believes that this is a phenomenon. It's always that one person who thinks that mm-hmm. there's more meets the eye yep. in the scientific community. I'm, the irony on that's amazing. Just goes, well, fuck you, you're crazy. But um, there's a couple scenes where she's interacting with uh, with Dennis, or he's talking to uh, Patricia, and. It's like the other personalities are trying to hold Dennis back, and it's fascinating to see how they're all really afraid of Dennis and how they react to him. And it, it's it, there, there are so many layers to this movie, and I and I'm frustrated because I just we can't spoil shit because I want people to see this for themselves. If you somehow avoided the very big spoiler about this movie, then fucking kudos to you. Don't even Google split because I'm sure there will be some meme saying hey da da da, and then it'll be really sad. But um, but I will say when the 24th personality is unleashed, it is fucking horrifying. I went, oh boy. And they kind of bring it in later on where the other personalities are kind of alluding to there, there's, you know, there's another one, you know, we're not the only ones. And when that other personality is, is unleashed, it's really unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, I got to, I got genuinely, genuinely like, oh man, and then especially when you hear the personality speak, mm -hmm. it, it gets creepy. Yeah, like, he, he, I feel like he dug deep in this, in this movie, like, I feel like McAvoy was like, you, you gotta be in a certain headspace to be able to pull off these kinds of roles, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like for him to be able to go from, like, a small child to this, like, you know, I don't want to spoil it, as we keep saying. Um, yeah. Just this entity that this this twenty fourth character, um, just that wide range. Just it was incredible for him to be able to just. It was super scary at the same time, really suspenseful, but not like. I feel like it wasn't necessarily like really scary to the point where like it was a lot of jump out and jump out and scary type deal. But the suspense was killer and. It's McAvoy just killed it. Yeah, so um, I will just say um, they have set up for a sequel to this movie, and look, I want. Ooh, I even, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I even if I even say the title, that's spoiling it. So I'm just gonna go. Just go <laughs> mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but I will just say the last frame of this movie, I I was just I was losing my mind. It was like a, yes, 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 yeah. I, it's it's what in my shop. This is how much I enjoy this movie. I enjoy this movie so much. I think I I, I think I forgive the M Night. I, I, I right. Think I can forgive him. It, it was it was that good. I mean, this is when because I remember I think it was the issue. I think it was Time or GQ or, or like Entertainment. I think it was like Entertainment Weekly or Rolling Stone. Something one of those magazines where they called M Night the the next Spielberg after like. Uh, mm -hmm. Unbreakable, and I went, oh wow, that's high praise. And then it's like, the, it's like the moment he read that, he went, oh man, let's make sure everything after science is just absolute dog shit. It went, so I, I probably went all to straight to his head. Yeah, it, it, you know, and so I think he got humbled greatly after After Earth because he even said in interviews how that just <laughs> he was just shocked on how much people hated that. Uh, me and you watch After Earth together. It's a horrible movie. So. Mm -hmm. I think he got really humble after that. I think Will Smith damn sure got humble after that. And so M. Knight went back to the drawing board, and what he came up with um, after the visit, th th this is this, it's an incredible film. So uh, this came out in, Jan in January, and I'll tell you right now, it will be on my best of, more than likely. I, I genuinely, It might be lower, but I, I just love this movie. So this is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. Uh, yeah, Scott, your final thoughts. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, this movie, in my opinion, was fantastic. Um, like, and I also concur. I think I could see this being on my top ten this year. I know it's still early in the season. We've got a lot of long ways to go. Um, I don't know how you beat that performance. Like, I'm, you know, reading through some of these reviews saying it was all over the place. I just. I feel like that's was the beauty of it that I feel like him being able to capture the chaos and um, being able to just kind of stick with each each character through each scene seamlessly, super suspenseful. And my Shamalama Ding Dong, he's back. <laughs> But to be fair, I did love M. Night and Life of Pi. But, you know, that's... I'm uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But, yeah, you, you're great, sir. Oh, uh, fan fantastic. All 
right, I hear you say it. It's fantastic. Ah, warms my heart to hear you say that. But yeah, guys, this is a genuine. You know, I read some people say, "Oh, I couldn't buy the twist." I'm like, you know what? I'm like, why do you have to take make things not fun? I was like, the the twist was wonderful, you know. But I I genuinely love this movie, so it will be very. I believe the sequel comes out 2019. I believe so. We're getting it pretty quick, so I, it feels like M Nights actually had this plan. So kudos to you, sir. But uh, guys, let us know what you thought of Split. Um, let us know what you thought of the twist too, because I've heard some people say, "Ah, it's a it's a reach," and I went, "No, it's not a reach. It's great." You're but, a reach. Yeah, yeah, like I just want to say, "Hey, shut up." <laughs> but guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Subscribe to us here on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. Like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow our bud Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. That's R E E L O'Neill. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I will have uh, my uh, long overdue uh, fantasy book on uh, Fox: How I Would Improve the X Men Films. We'll have a review up for Snatch this weekend. Yippee Skippy! And then. Uh, and then, uh, God, I feel like there's something. Oh, yeah, King Arthur. God, see, that's how bored I am already for movie this weekend. Like, King, what do we have to see? King Arthur, uh, but, uh, you know, sword, sword in the stone or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that one. We should just say, we should just like, this is, this is the King Arthur movie review, and then we just actually review Sword in the Stone. It feels really weird to see this King Arthur movie with half the Disney logo <laughs> But we just, we just said whatever. Let's keep watching it. But, I mean, go with it. <laughs> but, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.